it's gonna be loud. Another exciting episode of Bigfoot Revival from the Fight, Laugh, Feast Conference. I am your co-host, the Sasquatch, and joining me today is the man, the myth, the legend, the the um, the thing you put your you drink in, and then you got the screw on top, a uh, koozie, the the koozie. real. The, the the real expensive overpriced koozie, the Yeti. The Yeti beer holder. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So joining us today we have Mark Marcus Pittman, who uh, is probably most famously known for Babies or Murder Here. Uh, if you have not seen that, go watch it. It's it's. Um, I don't want two use, of them. Yeah, there's that. That's right. So. I've seen both of them. Yes, babies are murdered here, and babies are still murdered here. Now, with uh, are they? I want to say I watched them for free. Okay. Okay, I'm trying to remember if I seen them on YouTube. Yeah, or? they're on YouTube still okay. somehow. Somehow. <laughs> somehow. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's I mean, not that's yeah. not what we need to be telling everybody. Yeah, no, no, no. Go to that's where they are. That's probably the only place I think they are at the moment. Okay. They, they might be on Apologia Studios page. On their actual website, but I, I don't know about that. But for sure, they're on YouTube on their channel. And it, it's definitely an insight, um, especially babies are still murdered here into yeah. the abortion, like the 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 um, the, the the big business. Yeah, of, the big pro-life industry, which, which was, it's something that's common sense almost, but but you don't really think about it until somebody points it out, and you're like, yeah, from this is how they make their money. Right. This is how they make their money. So why would they want it to go away? It's almost like Jesse Jackson with racism. Right. That's all. Yeah. 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 He's never going to end racism. Yeah. (laughs) So it's that same mentality. That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. So they're 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 they collude uh, with lawmakers to do as little as possible, and then they go to their supporters and say, "Okay, now now we just passed this. Look how great we are." Uh, make sure you fund us so we can fight to the Supreme Court. Yeah. And then, yeah. like, that's sort of the circle. And then the Supreme Court rejects it, of course. And then they'd say, well, we tried, guys. Give us more money and we'll keep So it's just a circle. Yeah. Back and forth, yeah. back and forth. And and anybody who, like, you know, Apology or in Abortion Now, who are putting out bills to actually end it, the pro-life organizations are the ones that fight against them, yeah. which is, it's not like they're like, well, we don't think this will work, but we're with you. <laughs> yeah, It's literally, we're going to destroy you guys and make sure that you never get anything passed. You're not us. Yeah, you're not us, right. yeah. you're not which us. is so weird. And, uh, you know, it's funny because in Babies Are Still Murdered, you know, we just had the Texas abortion law that was passed for six-week abortion law. And, uh, you know, everybody's talking about how great that is. But if you go to the National Right to Life's YouTube page right now, yeah, they don't ever upload anything. But if you go there, the third video that's up there is from two years ago, 
and it's Jim Bopp, who's the chief counsel for National Right to Life. Mm -hmm. And at the end of that video, they are doing a Q&A, and he's taking questions from the audience. And, he, and they say, one of the guys says, well, what do we do if one of these pragmatic bills comes up, like a heartbeat bill? What do we do? And Jim Bopp, who's the chief counsel for the National Right to Life, says, uh, don't support it. Tell your legislators to stop it. Don't promote it. Don't push it. Don't vote for it. Don't get it out of committee. Don't do anything. Yeah. That's for a heartbeat bill. So we're from North Carolina. Okay. And we're pushing a bill now. Okay. Um, have you ever heard of Wayne Groover? Yeah, yeah. I know Wayne. So we're, we're buddies with Wayne. Okay, yeah, I know him. Um in fact, um, the uh, he's the kind of he's the guy who's getting us more moving towards uh, 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 getting things moving for us. Right, right, right. right. And so, uh, in fact, we, we hung out with him for a little while, and we're like, we've got to get you on the podcast because he's just so he's a ball of energy, man. He, yes, he's, he and, is. And yeah. and uh, we haven't done that yet, so uh, we need to get him up here. But, anyways. Uh, he he's kind of the guy that we've we've kind of had some dealings with, in in and and learning. We're we're trying to figure out how to do it right. So as a church, we're a small rural church. We're driving out to a city, and and, and it's it's figuring all this stuff out. What are the laws? Like the the Planned Parenthood in 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 Wilmington is in this really funny area. Yeah. So you can't just stand there. Yes. Without getting arrested because it's right. private property. Okay. And, and so it, it's this where can you stand, where can't you stand? You can stand here, but don't cross this line, this imaginary line right. here, right? Kind of and so thank God for them because they've already done all that work for us. Right. We can come out with, with, the, with the, you know, we can bring kind of the soldiers, but they've done all the hard work for us for as far as uh, uh, working that. And so uh, this is something that that I think, and, and we'll get we'll get the other stuff here in a minute but th i think this is something that a lot of people are waking up to and 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 and, and yeah well, this well, one thing like so doug wilson right just did a, a thing to about smash mouth incremental incremental yeah, yeah. what it, what it, i know you're you're an abolitionist well yeah i mean i i, I mean doug's my pastor so i'm not gonna go too hard well, I'm not uh, asking for yeah. like bash. I, I'm, I'm just. <laughs> I, I think I think there is a balance. I think I think the the abolitionists need to understand how to get the pro-lifers to their side. Yeah. Because um, I think the pro-lifers are are there are pro there are pro-lifers that are genuinely uh, they want to see abortion ended and they yeah. just don't know any better. Yeah. Like they don't know. That the pro-life lobbies are corrupt snake oil salesmen. Yeah, yeah. Right? They yeah. don't know that, right? Um, and they just see the heartbeat bill, and they're like, "Oh, wait, this is great! Like, we're getting closer." Yeah. Uh, but they don't see that Texas Right to Life, who passed a six-week ban, they don't see how the Texas Right to Life uh, purposefully stopped the Jeremiah Thomas's uh, dying wish of abolition bill, right? Okay. So they don't see how the pro-life organizations were fighting against complete abolition yeah. so that they could push their bill They instead. almost used it as a distraction to, to yeah, avoid. Yeah, and so, and so pro-lifers only see what's passed. They don't see the fight in between and, and the wickedness of the bribing of the politicians yeah. and all that stuff. 
So I think I think there is a, a, a we need to really make a conservative effort to figure out how to bring pro-lifers to our side. And I think a lot of that is just to show that there are grifters in the pro-life industry mm-hmm. who are 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 corrupt and evil and wicked um, uh, to a very serious degree. I mean, an example of that is Kathy Herod in Arizona who runs Center for Arizona Policy. And she waged war against Apologia's yeah. um, abolition bill, which used uh, a, a, a law that was already on the books in Arizona that punished it punished anyone who was involved in abortion, including the mother. It Got called you. abortion homicide. And uh, so Kathy Herod fought against our bill completely and then went and put another bill in place that actually took that law off of Arizona's books. Oh. So she actually went against it. So if tomorrow Roe v. Wade were to be overturned, it'd be legal in Arizona because of Kathy Herod and her pro-life organization because she is uh, a terrible person, in my opinion, allegedly. Right? So, so, Mm -hmm. so, so, I mean, that's just... So that's sort of the message that we really need to get across because I think pro... like. Just uneducated pro-lifers want the same thing as educated abolitionists, yes. but they just don't know the, what's going on behind the scenes, like the abolitionists. Yeah. And so I, I and, and I think I think Doug and all those other guys would agree that that that's the case that needs to be made. Well, and so, I, so I know that I lean more towards the Smash Mouth thing that he was talking about. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is a good way of saying this. Yeah, this yeah. Is, this I, is think, a real, uh, I think it's a way to try to balance the the. Like, because we want to be bridge builders, yeah. Especially in politics, you can't just be just angry all the time, yeah. Um, and, and so I think there's a way to to. Then that's what I was hoping babies are still murdered here would do. Is I didn't want it to take a like it, it doesn't have a dark like a, a mean nasty tone, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it just shows you know what Jeff Leach did, yeah. You know that was corrupt. So, you know Governor Abbott did, and shows what the National Right to Life did with Jim Bopp and. All, all that sort of stuff. I mean, so there. I mean, it, you know, that it's just about educating everybody and stuff like that. So. Yeah, yeah. I know Wayne. Wayne is the one that he's like abolitionist dude, abolitionist. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. and he's and he right. gave me a bunch yeah. of stuff, and and I'm going. This is this is, if not right, I mean, and, and and if not exactly, I'm like, this is right. That is right. This is right. right. That is right. Here's a spot where I'm a little, yeah. But but I see why and where they're getting yeah. it from and everything. Yeah. And and I'm like, you know, I, I think, I, I think I cross politics said it best, where it's like if you, if a pro-lifer disagrees with an abolition bill, they should go. I don't think this will work, but I'm gonna fight with you guys and yes. we'll just try it out. Yeah. But that's not the attitude that's taking place. Yeah. Right. Right. And I think that should be. I think that should be the attitude. And I think we can be strategic. And if some of these big these big groups who were actually concerned about ending abortion, yeah, I think they would. Right. Well, I, I, yeah, I think yeah, these yeah. big groups actually, it, it, you know, would push to, to. They would say, okay, maybe it won't work, but but why not? Why not move that way? Why not yeah. try? Maybe. Right. Because I mean, even if you're talking about just the Overton window effect, you, right. you need you need to be able to push right. so it, far. Yeah, I mean, like. That with the Texas abolition bill, they should have just said, uh, we don't think this is a good idea, 
because there's all these consequences. Yeah. But let's see what happens. They should have said, you know what? Let's just see what happens. And they didn't. Yeah. They said, we're not going to endure. You know, they do stuff like they'll say, uh, if you as a politician support this abolition bill, we won't endorse your congressional run. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. We won't endorse your reelection campaign. And because there's so much and money that's there. It's just crazy to think you're going to punish a politician for for supporting an abolition bill. That's yeah. that's a level of wickedness and corruption that is just unacceptable. Yeah. And that's that, that's that, where everything should is true the argument should really This be may not be the best example, but that that's the that's the people making the profit off of the travelers in the temple. No, that's right. Yeah. Right? I mean I mean that's sure. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to pretend that I'm holy, but I'm really after the the money. Yeah, that's right. right. For sure. Yeah. So, you are known for that, but you're also really, I mean, a filmmaker. Do you talk? Sometimes. Sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to forget about him. He'll just tap you on the shoulder. Okay, he'll tap me on the shoulder. (laughs) Whenever it's really good conversation, dude, it's easy for me just to listen and be, oh, this is good. (laughs) I just soak it all in. I just wanted to make sure, (laughs) you know, there wasn't any disputes about airtime between y'all two or anything like that. So I do the bulk of the talking, (laughs) and then he comes in with these really just gems. Oh, he's one of those guys that when he talks, he drops it. Yes. I'm just waiting for my moment to drop the mic. Yeah, okay, got it, got it. I'll be waiting. I'll be waiting. Okay, go ahead. All right, go ahead. Go ahead with your question. Now there's pressure. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, um, y'all, you, you, it's not just you. Um, you're, you're the main face that I recognize from it. Who, who else is involved in lore? Uh, so it is me, Jason Farley, John Speed, and uh, Nathaniel Talbot, who's our COO and CTO. Um, so those are those are the four main guys. Um, and so, so what Lore is, is we're building a streaming platform that allows you as a monthly subscriber to spend your monthly subscription on the content creators that you want to see make films yeah. or TV shows or documentary series or whatever. Mm. So it's sort of like a mixture of Netflix and Kickstarter. Okay. Um, and so that's the model we're building. We've, we've shot... Um, a pilot for a comedy that was written by Jason Farley, directed by Chocolate Knox, who's at the conference here. Um, he did the directing of it, um, and it stars Show Baraka, who's a Christian hip-hop artist. And it's just a really good comedy sitcom about uh, a pastor trying to keep his church in order and his family in order and seeing that one of those is out of line. They're yeah. both out of line, right? So. It's really good, really good show. I'm really excited about it. Um, there's that. I mean, there's a uh, a documentary series called Dark Holler that'll be coming, uh-huh. and Dark Holler will be. Uh, it's about uh, this coal mining town in West Virginia with these Reformed Baptist pastors, and uh, there was a cultish episode on it. Yep. yep. And so, uh, uh, Kristen Bellamy. I think the okay. baptism. The, the yeah, baptism yeah, yeah. Yeah, or exorcism of Kristen, Kristen Bellamy or something like that. Um, it was an episode of the podcast with Cultish. But, yeah, so it's about this coal miners in West Virginia Reformed Baptist Church. And um, they're, uh, they're Reformed Baptists, and they're like, they didn't teach us how to do exorcisms in seminary, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do we do? Like, this is really happening. Like, yeah. this is really, you know. But it's cool because, you know, you see that the exorcism 
happens when one is converted. Yeah. And, and so, like, you all these cool stories of conversion happening to these people and, and the demons coming out. And so, that, like, that that's going to be really good. And then, we're of course, we have uh, Laura Clausens, who's doing um, six animated shorts by secret Disney artists um, who undercover secret Disney artists who are uh, doing documentary, uh, well, little, little short animated series on abortion subjects. Okay. So is there th- a time frame on when this is going to uh, be? Yeah, hopefully soon. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, hopefully soon. Uh, Mic yeah. drop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For so, sure. so the so uh, four. I love uh, Marcus Pittman. Oh my goodness, Lord, so cool. <laughs> uh, but so somebody yeah. get that daggone thing out of here. <laughs> But uh, but uh, yeah. So um, we have about, we have about four or five employees right now d- yeah. doing development, right. and, uh, helping with that, and then that just goes. I mean, that can go as quick as the in- as as much as the investor money you get. You know, you yeah, can make sure. it go as fast as you want. And then uh, so that's where we're at right now is just just managing our money well and glorifying God with the money that we have from the investors that we have and pacing it out and uh, and building something that we're not trying to rush it. You know, you could always go to like some Indian sweatshop and get code, and then right. it just becomes a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, so it's better just to do everything, take your time, glorify God with it, and then, uh, and then so once that website is up, man, the content will drop. But yeah. right, I like what uh, what your shirt says: um, Christian yeah. movies shouldn't suck. That's right. Yeah. So <laughs> I think That's our motto. It's, it's about like anything. You you start to rush things and you really try to push it. You're going to wind up with something that sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Christian, we started that with that phrase, and we've kept that phrase. It's resonated really well. We've spoken to, like, really big, like, Hollywood artists, Emmy winners, Emmy award winners, and they're Christians, and they're like, yeah, we got to get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But they're not going to go to Pure Flix because they're too talented for Pure Flix, right? And Pure Flix isn't going to treat them well or let them do what they need to do or whatever, you yeah. know? Yeah, gotcha. And so, so – the message of Christian movies not sucking is really resonated because Christians want to be Christian artists want to be challenged to make good stuff. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it always surprises me. I think um, uh, uh, Doug uh, uh, Naples made the comment. He said, "There's a lot. Of, there, there's more Christians in Hollywood than you would think." And then you've kind of said the same thing. I'm going. Well, how many Christians are there out there who are who are kind of hiding in the shadows? Yeah, the I mean, problem right. is that there are Christians all over the place, but the people who are making the hiring, the important decisions, right? Yeah. So there's only maybe seven or eight people in all of Hollywood that decide what you watch on all the television shows and movies in the world. Gotcha. But there's only seven or eight people that right. actually sign the paperwork and send the checks. Right, so so you have seven or eight people who have an entire industry uh, making stuff that they want to see. Okay. So when you have an industry like that, it's very hard to stand up against it um, because of all the power in the. You've got a, you've got a, almost a dictatorship of sorts. That's almost right. like Google yeah, no, and, that's right. and that's right. versus yeah. a, a more grassroots. Well, literally Google, stuff. right? Google is YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So then you have Amazon, yeah. right? And then you have Netflix, and then uh, of course you have, you know, Disney, ABC, Hulu, right? Yeah. That's all one, and then and Fox, right? Yeah. So that's one, and then you have, um, you know, HBO, Time Warner. So there's not many. There really isn't many. Yeah. And then 
And then, you know, they all uh, sort of share the same, uh, you know, they, they come and hang out at the same bars. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So, the, yeah. the, you know, so, so it's, it, is, it is a dictatorship, and it's very hard. So that's one of the th- great things about the lore model is, is with Netflix, if you pay 15 bucks a month for a Netflix subscription, that money then goes to the executives, and they say, okay, we're going to make this show. We're going to do a new season of Stranger Things, you know, and they're signing right, the yeah, checks, yeah. right? Uh, well, what we're going to do is we're going to take the executives out of the equation and just let the consumers who are paying for the streaming service just pay for the content that they want to see uh, made. And then once the content is funded, it streams on the platform for two years. Okay. So, so, so that, Yeah, so that way they get to, you guys get to make the decisions and, and the creators can pitch to the subscribers. And So and once everything is up, yeah. I'll be able to go to Lore and say, that looks interesting. Yes. Let me give a percentage yeah. of the monthly subscription to that. To that, yes. And then that'll work on... Uh, uh, funding that, like you were talking about the um, uh, the fundraising. I've, I've forgotten the, the Kickstarter. Kickstarter. Yeah. So that's going to be like the Kickstarter part. Yeah. Once it's funded, it goes into production, makes the video or the the. Yeah, the, some things are already produced. Okay. Yeah, some things are already made, but there's no one to distribute it. Like, gotcha. who's going to distribute a Christian documentary series on demon possession? Pureflix yeah. isn't going to touch that. Yeah, 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 you know what I mean. Like yeah. so, there's there's a lot of content out there that's already made that n- the create the filmmakers have made it. They were passionate about it, but they don't have a way to make money. They from just it. need a way to get it out. Yeah, there. so that's what you know. Laura's going to do. So. Okay, cool. Very cool. cool. Yeah, man. I, yeah, that that's it, it's things like that. I mean, just the the idea of all right here. We, so you got Google. Uh, 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 Facebook, that kind of thing. Yeah. You got the the media, like you're talking Fox and Universal yeah. and, and, and all this stuff. All of it is basically ruled by this small group of people. Right. And and things like you're doing is a way for uh, an, an average person or an everyday person to just say, okay, I want, I want to do this. Right. And it, and it supports it in a way that um, – it's not. It's not under that dictatorship. It's under. It's a grassroots type of a thing. Right. So, so the the goal is the the goal of lore is to actually take all power away from Hollywood. Yeah. Right. So it's not like uh, we're just trying to exist in Hollywood. Yeah. Or we just right. want to make money in Hollywood. It's like no, we want to end them. That's right? an awesome goal. Yeah. Yes. So it's, it's a much different goal, and I think. So you're pre-millennial. When it comes to what? No, I'm. Pl- <laughs> are no, you pre millennial? No, no, no. I'm oh, just okay. giving you a hard time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah oh, ho- okay. Yeah, judgment <laughs> comes to Hollywood right, right now, you know. But uh, no, no. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But 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 yeah. So that like that's the goal. Is like we want to end them. Yeah. Uh, and make them irrelevant. Sort of like I mean, you know, that's what Netflix did to Blockbuster. It's what. Yeah. It's what Uber did to the taxi cab industry. It's you know that's how businesses are supposed to be made and created in a yeah. way that it destroys other industries. And so that's that's sort of our goal. The, 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 the issue is with conservatives, and one thing we've learned doing this is, especially with like conservative investors, they don't like to invest in anything that's pre-revenue, right? So meanwhile, what you have is you have like the liberals come and they go, so you're gonna make an app 
that allows anybody driving a car to come and pick you up. And, and, and you know, a conservative would be like, well, how much money have you made? Yeah. Right. Yeah, and, and, right. And, but the liberals like, okay, that, that's taking dominion. And they'll invest in that before it's made a dime. Yeah. Right. So teaching conservative investors that it's not bad stewardship to uh, risk money well. Yeah. Even if you lose it. Yeah. Right. Like so. Like so. Teaching that, you know, and Jesus rebukes, you know, rebukes, rebukes, rebukes the guys that buried his talons in the ground. That's right. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, that's right. And whatnot. And so there's a lot of economic lessons there. And but but that's that's why liberals win. Liberals win because, because they're, 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 willing they're, to they're, to they're willing to take the risk with their they're money. They're investing in the message and not just right. a profit. That's r- there you well, go. right. They're religious. Yeah. Right. Whereas conservatives are say, well, we just need to look at what the, the math of it. Yeah. And yeah. it's like the math of it's important. Like it's not you don't want to do a stupid risk. Yeah. You wouldn't want to give me ten thousand million dollars yeah, yeah. to go to a video. Well, I was, I ta- mean, I was know, talking yeah. to a guy that works with movies and does film and TV and he raises probably hundreds of millions of dollars making movies uh, does that's what he does yeah right and he's like well you guys are pre-revenue haven't made a dime and it's like dude like every movie you make is pre-revenue yeah yeah like there's no money made how are you gonna make money before it gets out you don't know that movie's not gonna like right like what's the difference what's the difference between a movie script and some lines of code on on paper yeah yeah. you Mm. know there's no difference it's the exact same thing yeah and so, but we well, I, Christians don't think in those categories, and also I think Christians are more willing to invest in cheesy, crappy movies because they're quote evangelistic. So if it doesn't make money, yeah, they yeah, go, yeah. "Well, you know, people heard the gospel," right. as opposed to saying, "Well, instead of putting thirty million or fifty million into one Christian movie, why don't you put fifty million into the platform that's going to make all movies?" That's right. You know, it's a much yeah. better strategy. And thing. Yeah. So that's what we're looking for right now. That's our goal: is just to find these these. You know, the people that God has blessed with money and businesses and that really want to change the world and isn't yeah. are, n- are not going to cave to cancel culture. That's another tricky thing is finding a wealthy investor who isn't a coward. Yeah. Um, and so, so just finding those people. But we've done really well. We've raised $350,000 so far, and we're pushing forward, man. We're doing well. So Now, is there a way for, say, one of our listeners mm-hmm. wanted to, to help you out and say they have – Three thousand dollars. They don't yeah. have. Is there a way so to do that? So if you go to if you go to Lord TV, um, uh, there's an investor fill up form. Okay. And you can you can you can con- you can fill that out based on your income and your and you put in your LinkedIn page and stuff like that. And okay. we are we are sending emails occasionally to people uh, for, to invest in certain films. Yeah. Specific films and projects. Okay. Who are uh, who don't have. So right now it's fifty thousand dollar minimum and accredited investor, gotcha. which means you have to have fifty thousand dollars to invest minimum, mm. and then you have to have a million dollars in assets outside the mortgage of your home. Yeah. So that is not our rule. Right. <laughs> that is the rule the government requires of us to take an investment, unless we're doing the crowdfunding model, which which is another nightmare all which of its it, own. Yeah. So it's easier just to deal with like a few big investors than it is to deal with a thousand people giving you a you know. Two dollars. Yeah, the paperwork nightmare. Right. <laughs> just, just a, a business question on that. How much, once they invest, yeah, in that, are they, are they, do they have any kind of say so, or is it just, oh, well, here every, you go. Every investor has say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's why you can't just take anybody who gives you money. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have to make sure their worldview is aligned and stuff like that, which makes it harder. 
Right, yeah. for sure. Well, this was what's really great about doing this is just learning this investment market, learning what the conservative investment market is, and knowing. And you know, my hope is that lore will do well, and I'll be able to invest in, in Christian companies and stuff. Because that's what we need now, man. A lot of people are about to lose their jobs and stuff. So Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And yeah. It's the way you're laying everything out, it doesn't sound like a here and now plan. It seems like it's oh, the long-term long yeah, plan. Long so yeah. yeah, you got to play the long game. Yeah. So. Well, thank God for you. Yeah, no, man. I mean, I mean, honestly, I, I <laughs> just, just general, I, one of the cool things about being here is you've got these filmmakers. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now, we're from rural North Carolina. And the yeah. closest thing, thing to a filmmaker you might have is some, you know, guy with a video camera yeah. from time to time, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. taking local scenery yeah. shots, you know. So. in Wilmington area? Yeah. yeah. Where, is, where is that? Is that eastern? East, southeastern. Southeastern. North Carolina. I think my grandma is from that area, I believe. Is it a... Uh, yeah, I think I think I think so. So like uh, a lot, I, I'm from Hampton Road, Virginia, so I'm not that far away. Okay. But uh, we were just around there at the Duplin Wine Factory, like a few. That's us. That that's is that's, that's, that's where, us. That's we're Duplin County. That Duplin County. That's yep. right. Hey. That's, yes. They filmed Iron Man three in our backyard, so that's something. They did. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, not the, literally our backyard, yeah. but. <laughs> but if you see like uh, the there there's the old town, uh, Rose Hill. Yeah. And they use that for, actually, it's Wally's backyard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we you know the guy. You guys you know. had, Look. you guys in North Carolina had, like, I guess it was, like, some sort of, like, anti-tranny bill or something, bathroom bill or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Netflix pulled out of filming OBX. They have a show called OBX. Okay. Which is about the Outer Banks. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And so I watched that show, and I was like, oh, sweet, because we go to Outer Banks all the time. Yeah. And uh, I was like. I don't. What? Where is this? Like I don't. Like I don't understand. Like where is this? And I googled it, and they pulled out and filmed on, on in Myrtle Beach. Uh, oh god! Because show. South Carolina is so much more liberal than North Carolina. <laughs> right. right. It doesn't make any sense. None. And like I was. Just, and you know I that guess they just did another season and the trailer. Like they were showing this as OBX. I'm like, that's not the OBX. The, those are not the the outer banks. Yeah. Like, like uh, what are they, the cabins, right? Like uh -huh, the, yep. the, the homes, the cottages, right? Yeah. So the, the, I was like, that's not it. Those are mansions. I got ran off yeah. of that uh, island one time. Oh, Had did a you? northeastern and a hurricane come all at once. Oh wow. And we were on four wheelers. Oh wow. And and they're like load load everything up. Y'all got to get yeah, out of yeah, here yeah, onto yeah, a yeah, ferry yeah. and uh. Yeah. So anyways. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, th and that anyway, that, but that just shows the Hollywood industry is just like they they have that much power. They go like, and, well, and we're not even going to film our OBX show in the OBX, and it's like, well, that's stupid. Yeah, and and, and the the bill <laughs> it not, shows how that's much not even good art at that point, right? The whole thing showed how much they were concerned about truth as well versus narrative, right? Because the truth mm. was the bathroom bill was said. The government can't tell a business to do or not do a tranny bathroom. Right. So the bill said that if I had a, a restaurant, the government couldn't, because they were uh, Charlotte had demanded that that there, there were um, transsexual bathrooms or something right, of that right. nature. Uh, or that transsexuals just choose what bathroom they wanted to go in. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they said, 
the, go- the, the your local government can't tell you what to do with your private property. Right. That was really what the the argument was. It wasn't saying that there couldn't be. Right. Right. And but that's all you heard. Right. That's all yeah. you heard out of it. And, and, and nobody cared. Nobody cared. <laughs> it was just here's insane. So, well, man, we've had you up here for a little while. We ain't yeah, gonna man. hold you up no okay. further. But we really appreciate you coming on. And um, um, uh, when when lore does come out and we find yeah. out about it, yeah. we'll promote it, man. Sounds I, good, ain't no man. doubt about really it. Appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. And uh, we're gonna play you out right quick. And uh oh. There we go. I always announce it because I don't think everybody's ready for it. <laughs> so, is there anywhere where they can find you? I mean, yeah, L O O R, L O O R dot TV, right. TV. Yep. Yes, sir. All right, Yeti. How can they find us? They can find us on our website, www.bigfootrevival.com. Head on over there. Check out all of our previous podcast episodes, as well as some thought-provoking blogs. And even links to all of our social medias where you can keep up with what we're doing. If you want to get up with us, holler at us on Facebook Messenger or shoot us an email at BigfootRevival at gmail.com. And remember, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and sound judgment. Yo, Yeti. What up? We out, son. Deuces.